Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Connie and happy to be back with you for a reflection on Acts chapters 6 and 7. I'm going to focus um, mostly on chapter 7, but I do have a thought I'll share um, from chapter 6 before I close. Chapter 7 is a sermon by Stephen to the Sanhedrin, who were Jewish leaders headed by the high priest and kind of like the Supreme Court. And Stephen walks through a history of God sending his chosen ones to the rescue of the Israelites. And what Stephen points out is how each time God's chosen one was rejected and often persecuted. So through this, he is highlighting how this group he's speaking to is no different. Um, They are close to what God wants them to see and hear and rejecting the truth that he has for them. Um, on, a, on a personal note, I often try to place myself as the audience of the New Testament teachings to check where my heart may be, like the ones to whom the message was originally given. So I try reading not always as a historical lesson, but as a spiritual one. And that may seem obvious, as we should always be trying to apply scripture um, to our lives. But I think sometimes it's easy to read passages that are so directly targeted at a certain group, like in this case, the Sanhedrin, and disconnect from the message. So anyway, just throw that out. There is something to reflect on as you're reading uh, different things. In the opening verses of chapter 7, it talks about Abraham's descendants inheriting the land. And although that was to be a benefit, The main thing God wanted from Abraham and his descendants was relationship. We see this in many other places in the New Testament, the emphasis on the importance of relationship with God, the necessity of relationship with God. And that's addressed here again also. The Jewish leaders were proud of how they kept the law, but Stephen's sermon highlighted how they missed the relationship and hence missed having the Spirit to discern and guide them. Even the tabernacle and the temple, which they built to honor God, we can conclude they were more concerned with the actual building than the relationship um, of who they were building it in honor of. So verse 48 says, But the Most High does not dwell in sanctuaries made with hands and continues in verses 49 and 50 to quote from Isaiah, Heaven is my throne and the earth my footstool, etc. The priests were more devoted to the structure than to the Almighty to whom the temple should be pointing them. Verse 50, Did not my hand make all these things? God asks, God doesn't need anything from us. He desires relationship with us for his glory and for our good. Now, I found a little encouragement tucked in the terrible scene described in verses 57 and 58 with the stoning of Stephen. 58 in part reads, They laid their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. 
a man who was like all the examples through history that Stephen had just spoken about, a man who was all about the laws and was blind to what the laws were really supposed to be accomplishing, which was right relationship with God. So I said this was a little encouragement. Um, The encouragement I take from this is that there is hope. And Luke maybe didn't place this here for any other reason than as an introduction to Saul and how he was before his encounter with Jesus, which is coming in chapter 9. But I felt like it provided hope of what can happen when we focus more on Jesus than on going through the religious motions. I don't want to get ahead of the reading, but Saul's, Paul's life was transformed when he was in right relationship with God for his good and God's glory. Okay, and finishing up, I want to share um, this. A hard message of these chapters is that being full of faith and the Holy Spirit, as it said of Stephen in chapter 6, verse 5, doesn't mean an easy life and possibly means a difficult one. But that verse and also verse 8, full of grace and power and performing great wonders. Do you ever wish for that type of faith? Some days I'm just happy to get through the day, but how amazing to be someone like Stephen verse 10 describes that the opposition were unable to stand up against his wisdom and the spirit by whom he was speaking. So again, let's don't just read this as a historical account. These were real people like us with the joys and sorrows that life brings, maybe issues with family and friends, possibly health and financial complications. And Stephen, for one, endured the mocking and lies against him. And he endured how? By the spirit which as believers we also have access to. So for me, today's reading has me thinking about how not to fall into the trap of being religious, how to keep pursuing a relationship with Christ that will lead to me being full of faith and the Holy Spirit, so I can answer Christ's call on my life, so I can endure trials, and I can be prepared for Christ's return. Let's close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, full of love, grace, and mercy, thank you for your patience with us. Thank you for sending your rescuer, Jesus, and thank you for the gift of your Spirit to bring us into a relationship with you. Forgive us when we get caught up in the things of the world that sidetrack what is most important. Lord, this reading with all the history in Stephen's sermon had me thinking of the Jewish people and the many people who, for a variety of reasons, do not yet recognize your Son as their Savior. Even today, Jesus, may someone come to know you in that way. May hardened hearts be softened. May rituals be replaced by relationship. Thank you that you desire relationship with us. Thank you, Jesus, for the many ways you bless us. In your holy name, amen.